<laughs> Hello, I'm Jody, and I'm your host of Midnight Margaritas, and this is Alex. Hi. She is my guest today, and today we are, our episode is basically about Alex and how badass she is. <laughs> we have known each other for how long now? Years. A long time? Yeah. When did you start at Sonic? 2011? <laughs> no idea. Not the restaurant Sonic, by no, the way. No, Cars. <laughs> it um, was... Like 2015? Yeah, because I was there for about a year before moving back out here. Yeah. Yeah. So, almost year. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Basically, almost a decade. We're almost. family now. <laughs> yeah. But, in the last couple of years, a lot has changed with Miss Alex, and she has went through some things. That caused her to have to have her leg removed from her body. I, I can't help but. It's very specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, basically, I want to know, well, I know, but you all want to know, what caused you to have to have your leg amputated from, like, the beginning to it actually having to happen? So... I have been a type 1 diabetic for most of my life. How old am I? 33 years. <laughs> That's what I think about that. <laughs> um, and after I graduated from high school and I got out on my own, I decided I wanted to be normal and pretend like diabetes didn't exist. By the way, it does. Just because you ignore it doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs> Don't go away. Um, so I wasn't taking very good care of myself. And I ended up getting an ulcer on my foot that didn't want to go away. Also being like a, an open wound, a sore. Um, started out as a blister, just never healed. Um, and then I went kayaking out at Harrison Bay, and I got really infected, super bad. And I didn't want to go to the doctor. I didn't want to go to the doctor. I finally went to the doctor. They're like, "Uh, yeah, you're too far gone. We can't do anything for you here. You need to go to the ER." So I went to the ER. They were like, oh, yeah, this is really bad. Well, ended up stuck in the ER, kind of forgotten about for a good 24 hours, which, by the way, type 1 diabetics are supposed to be triaged first. Yeah. Because of the massive issues that we can suffer, not just with our bones, joints, and muscle health, but also our organs. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a huge deal. So I got forgotten about, and they finally got me up to a room, and less than 24 hours later... The lovely residents at the hospital that I was at came in and said, yeah, so we got you scheduled for surgery in the morning for an amputation. What was it called? Not an amputation. I don't freaking remember. Either way. And I was like, excuse me? My mom was in the room with me. One of the nurses who had been taking care of me was in there. We all three just started crying because he was just so cold about the situation. It was not what I was expecting. I was thinking, man, I'm going to have to go through all these degree bits. It's going to suck. It's going to be yeah. painful, this, that, and the other. Like, yeah, no, we're going to take your foot. And I was like, whoa. And he said, well, I mean, I guess you could try to save it and do debridements and stuff, but the likelihood is that you're just going to become septic and die. What? <laughs> so, option one, lose a leg and live. Option two, possibly die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's not a real hard decision to make. So I um, ended up going through the amputation. And you actually had to have that done twice, right? Technically, yes. Um, so the first time, the first one is what saved my life, though, because yeah. that was really what kicked my butt into gear to start taking care of my health. Um, 
I haven't looked back at that side ever since. My diabetes has been in great control and it's it's been great. I feel good. <laughs> um, I did end up having to have a revision on the original amputation because where they had initially cut my leg, it, I have very thin legs and I cut it right above my ankle, maybe about two inches above my ankle. So it created a very narrow point at the end of my residual limb. I call it my stump, by the way. I hope nobody gets offended by that, but that's what I call it. They can't get offended. It's your leg. It's true. That is my leg. It's my choice. <laughs> my leg, my choice. Exactly. <laughs> um, so because of that and being as tall as I am, it was a lot of weight and pressure to put in a prosthesis yeah. into a very small area. And I kept, I kept having issues with pressure wounds. Um, and eventually the infection that apparently had just been sitting latent in the bone um, came back with a vengeance. I was even sicker the second time around. So they had to do a revision and they cut another like four inches off. So now I'm halfway up my calf. Yeah. But I haven't had a single issue since then. And it's been a year and a half. Yeah. I haven't had any sores or wounds or, I mean, sometimes I get some rubbing on my uh, fibular head. Yes, that is a part of a bone. <laughs> so you look it up. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Google it. Google is your friend. Um, but basically, like, I'm just a, a bony person, so um, because my I don't have a whole lot of meat protecting the outside of that fibula at the very top of it, it rubs sometimes, but it doesn't cause any sores or anything. It just everybody's some extra padding on. So how long was it after that had happened that you became pregnant? So, it's hard to say exactly when it happened, but it happened sometime. So, the, the original surgery was at the end of September, and I got pregnant sometime between mid and end of October. Yeah, so it was, you weren't, you were healed, but not, like, recovered, per se. Oh, I wasn't even walking yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was stuck in a wheelchair. It was a very scary time for me. <laughs> but you did it. I did. You I did can do, do anything. <laughs> so with that, does your leg does your leg still itch? Do you get ghost pains? I mean, I know a lot of people are curious about that. Yeah. So <laughs> no, a lot of people are. So um, I get itches more than anything. Every once in a while, I get like weird shooting nerve pains, and I'm like, oh, my big toe that's out there, or oh, that's my heel, yeah. or that's the arch of my foot, like. It doesn't happen very often. When it does, it's surprising, and it hurts, but it's usually really quick. So, I don't so have it's to not take... like lasting. No, not for me. I know a lot of people have issues with phantom pains um, on a regular basis. They have to take medication for it. I am so lucky that I don't have to do that. That's good. Sometimes when I touch the end of my stump, though, I can kind of like pick where that nerve went to in my foot. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I lost the bones and the muscles but the nerves are still there yeah so that yeah. makes sense yeah you're such a badass <laughs> so okay so what was going through the pregnancy and birth like because I mean that's hard for when you have all of your limbs I mean honestly I kind of liked being pregnant um and it was like everything was changing all at once so I don't really know what it would have been like to have two legs and go through it. I had to learn to walk and learn how to carry a baby at the same time. Like it just, 
because it happened in tandem, all this learning, I don't think it affected anything either way. Yeah. Significantly. Because you were just having to learn every day, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, when you got pregnant the first time, you just kind of had to learn as you went, right? How to get around the bigger your belly got and yeah. all that stuff. Like, if I had to do the same thing. Because, I mean, you already don't have good balance when, well, we don't have good balance anyways. That's, that's true. <laughs> so many injuries. Like, but, <laughs> like, adding a belly to it, it's it's even harder. You get thrown off a lot easier. Yeah. I can't imagine with learning how to rewalk and be in a wheelchair or, like, even yeah. as a newborn. Um, I mean, it was pretty easy when he was a newborn because even when I wasn't wearing my leg, he didn't weigh anything. So. That's <laughs> you know, because I learned how to get around pretty well in my wheelchair. I mean, I had a leg again by the beginning of December. So yeah. I, that's when I started walking again. It was before I got super pregnant or anything. So there was that. But when I didn't wear it, like, it's not hard for me to stand on one leg and then prop my foot up on my wheelchair. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Prop my stuff up <laughs> in the wheelchair for balance. <laughs> um, I did yeah. a lot of cooking and cleaning that way, <laughs> um, and getting Brody in and out of his crib and stuff or his bassinet. It was super easy. I think the hardest part about it all was being pregnant when the pandemic hit. Yeah, that was the worst because it's just like all of a sudden you get cut off from everybody. It's my first and more than likely only pregnancy, and I pretty much had to go through it alone. Yeah. couldn't be around anyone. It was terrible. That was terrible. I went two months without seeing my parents who live 15 minutes from me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst I part. feel that, though. Yeah. Because I think everybody kind of felt yeah. isolated during that time. Oh, yeah. And I know that I'm not the only, at the time, new mom that went through that. Yeah, that so. would be, that should be a podcast in itself, honestly. Pregnancy like, during the pandemic. Yeah, like <laughs> pandemic babies. <laughs> right. And no, he's on a quarantine. I was pregnant before it started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, y'all have seen so far. She's one of the most positive people I've ever met. There's a gnat in here. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? But Are you having a fit? We're in, my, we're in my store today. So, I don't have like a studio for podcasting. So, <laughs> deal with it. Anyways. You're one of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. I know, personally, you've gotten me through one of the toughest times I've been through in my life. How do you stay so positive with going through the amount of things you've went through in such a short amount of time? Like, I know that it hasn't been easy. No, but having people like you in my life certainly helps. (laughs) She says that I was there for her during one of the hardest times in her life, but she has also been there for me during literally the hardest time of my life. So, you know, tip for tat. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so but that how helps. do you keep your mind in check? You know, every time I start to feel down and wish that things were different, I just I remind myself that if it weren't for this amputation, I wouldn't have gotten my health in order, which in turn probably helped, and this is just a theory, this is not medical fact, but helped kind of repair whatever damage I may have done to my gynecological system. And now I have my son to show for that. Um, So, you know, I'm grateful for that. And there's always somebody out there who's got a little something to do. I mean, my dad has a cousin who 
was paralyzed at the age of 16 and had five kids. So yeah. if she could do it, if Carrie could do it, I've got this on lock. Yeah. It's just a leg. I can still move. I can still walk. So, you know. So did you join any groups or any, did you go through therapy? Did you? I was in therapy. Let yourself fill your feels, basically. Oh, yeah. I was in therapy for about a year. Um, maybe a little bit less than that after everything happened. Um, there, Unfortunately, there are not any support groups in Chattanooga for amputees. Um, I wasn't able to find anything for mobility impairments. Um, so that was... That was kind of hard. That's the hardest part of the amputation was feeling like you're going through it alone. I mean, you're not. You have your friends, your family, your But they don't understand if... They're, they're empathetic to your situation, but they can't be sympathetic because exactly. they don't have to do it themselves. Exactly. But you do appreciate the empathy that they yeah. have, um, and you appreciate their support, but not having somebody else to talk to that is going through the same thing. I guess locally I wasn't able to find that. And then with the pandemic hitting and everything, it's all... And it yeah, worse. That made it worse. But luckily there was like a bunch of Facebook groups and stuff that are dedicated to this kind of thing. So that offered some help. And that's when I was still active on social media. Not anymore. No, you're not <laughs> at all. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about your podcast and looking at other people's social media stuff, but it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. If honestly, if it wasn't for the things that I have going on, I would completely delete Facebook. I hate it. I like to use it as a search function. Yeah, when that's, I meet new people. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, like I'm gonna <laughs> www.facebook yeah, like, you. I'm all. I've, well, I'm kind of bummed that Instagram's going to these reels because I really enjoyed going through and looking at people's pictures. Yeah, reels I hate Instagram. It's funny. because TikTok is so popular. I don't even watch TikTok. I love TikTok. Everybody does. I'm like, like if you want to send them to me, I'll watch them. I'll think it's funny. I'm not going to get on a scroll though because it's just I'm not. Yeah, you're not that type of person. I'm not. I'm not the kind to get lost in. I get lost. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) but as far as like Facebook and all the drama and all the political bullshit, like I just, I well, you know me. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't get into. That's all. It's a platform for old people to stand on their stupid soapboxes. And say that their opinion is the only right opinion, and everybody else who disagrees with them is wrong, and they can't be friends. Exactly. Like, screw you guys. I don't agree to that. <laughs> if you don't want me to be my, if you don't want to be my friend because I don't agree with you, well then clearly you are not worthy of being my friend. <laughs> so no. the first time I met Alex, actually, <laughs> I came in to the we worked at uh, Honda car lot, whatever, and I come upstairs and I'm getting ready to get done, and there's this girl sitting there. Wearing her Converse shoes, purple in her hair, drinking a Capri Sun. I was like, we're going to be besties. Like, out of everybody in there, I was like, she's the one I'm going to be friends with. I don't care. (laughs) Exactly. And we hit it off. Like, especially if you're a female, you know it's not easy to make friends. No, it's not. And with an office full of females, it's even harder. We had a pretty good group. We did. We had a good core group of women that yeah. like were not bitches it's true were or, you in there when Kendra started yeah okay no, so I left shortly after that okay yeah right before she went to Cleveland yeah yeah so but it was like you me Brandy Kendra Hannah yeah like, we were all so super tight Sheila lunchtime shenanigans oh my god the best. Starbucks Fridays <laughs> yes 
<laughs> we try to get our protein packs. <laughs> Me and Zoe went to Starbucks the other day, and I was like, man, I wonder if they have protein packs. I know. Well, they're different now. They've they got, like, are. different ones, and they're not as good. They really I just want a dang hard-boiled egg, apple slices, and cheese. <laughs> that's it. And the weird bread Bre things. Yes, with the weird peanut butter. <laughs> yes. That's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on. <laughs> so, how would you say dating has been since becoming single and how do you bring up the prosthetic leg? Like, do you find people kind of gravitate towards, like, oh, my gosh? Or so, <laughs> It's been interesting. Um, so I'm doing the online dating thing because I have my social life. And that's just how people meet each other these days, right? Really well, is. I get – there's a lot of people out there who they only want to talk about my amputation. They don't really care about – only fans for amputation. I mean, I've been tempted. Like, <laughs> you would make bangs. All I got to do is wiggle my naked stump around. Yeah. That, and that's all that has to be naked. Yeah. my stump. Yeah. I'll just take my sock off. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but it's like they don't, they're not really interested in getting to know me. And then I've met a couple of people. I actually have a really good friend out of it. We, we talk, we, you know, we tried to date for about two, three months. It didn't work out for us in that respect, but we're good friends. Like, we talk all the time. Um, otherwise, I'm just, I don't know. Like, at first, I was all gung-ho about trying to date people because, I, A, I didn't want to be alone, and, B, because I've been alone for a long time, yeah. regardless of relationship status. I've been alone for a long time. Um, yeah. But I didn't want to be alone, and I kind of wanted to throw it in somebody else's face that – People do still find me attractive regardless of whatever he said. Yeah. Um, and that is the case. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, so I'm well lasted. So, eh, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm, I don't really care about dating right now. But I don't blame you. Yeah. Had some doozies. Good Lord, the last one. <laughs> it's like you tick off all the boxes, but then you've got that one big X that is the absolute deal breaker. Oh, well. So how do you bring up the having a prosthetic? Is it like one of the first things you talk about? That way you can kind of gauge down? Girl, it is in my profile. I don't hide it. That's I funny. even have pictures of my legs. Oh, yeah. Because I have more than one. I, have, got, <laughs> I know. You've got different colors. I got more legs than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. I got more legs, more feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, yeah, so, no, it's, it's in my profile. Like, I'm not trying to hide it because it's not one of those things that you want to surprise somebody with. Oh, by the way, let's go get coffee, wear shorts. Also, I'm an amputee. Yeah. Is that, is that okay? Is that a deal breaker? I feel like I would do that to someone, though, just to gauge I mean, their reaction. I would. Like, pretty much all I do is when Brandon is at the store or whatever, it's like, hey, what happened to your foot? It was a bungee jumping accident, okay? <laughs> Passenger train accident. Mm -hmm. Amtrak went off the rails. <laughs> It is none of your damn business. It is none of your business. That is a very sensitive thing to. Yeah. Like, people I mean, are people, assholes, though. Oh, yeah, it's true. And their curiosity gets the best of them. Well, and most of the time, I don't care. Like, if it's a kid asking, yeah. I'll tell them. I'll just yeah. tell them. Well, I'll tell them that I have an accent. You know, you don't want to freak out kids. Yeah. Um, and just not get super detailed about it. But, like, and if it's somebody that I am talking to, like, actively talking to, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. You got an hour? Yeah. You know? But... If you're just some random person at the grocery store line that's like, what happened to your foot? I don't 
don't know you. I'm not having a conversation with you. Then this yeah. is this is your opener. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, what happened? Yeah. That's no. not, it's not a great conversation starter. No, it's yeah, it's not. <laughs> I, I have a lot more to give than just mutation. Well, story. and that's we've talked about your dating, and so well, we talk about everything. That's true. <laughs> so and the people that come to you like it starts off really great and then they're like assholes I mean the last one though it didn't really seem to be a length thing I think he was just getting back on his feet and that was a kid situation yeah yeah um he realized that that was not his not country. his thing yeah I won't go into that. It was, yeah, it's well, it was um, hypocritical. Is what it was. Very. Yeah. So, to your baby, we love him. So he is still very young. He's two. Very full of life and energy. How would you say motherhood, keeping up with a toddler, full time job because you've worked and are working, about to start working again. How is that challenging, and how do you explain certain things to him at his level, to where he understands, like, if you're having a day, or if you're off balance, or if something happens, how do you explain it to him so he doesn't get scared? Um, I mean, we haven't really had anything come up yet. Mostly, he likes helping helping me put my leg on big fat air quotes around helping. Um, he thinks it's good fun, so he'll, like, I'll take it off to add an, add an additional sock or something to adjust the fit, and he'll walk off with it, and I'm like, um, can I have my leg back, please? <laughs> He's like, no. He calls it mama shoe. <laughs> Knock it off. Mama shoe. I'm like, can you put mama shoe back on? And so he'll drag it over to me and kind of line it up, and then I, I'll tell him to help me stand up, so he'll grab my hand. He's not actually helping me stand up. He's two. Yeah. But he thinks that he's helping me get back into my leg. It's really cute. That's so, so funny. He's not afraid of it. Uh, I'll wiggle my stump at him when I don't have my socks and stuff on, and it kind of will flop a little bit. He thinks it's hilarious. That's good that he's not scared, though. Oh, no. None I'm of the like kids him. in his daycare class are afraid of it because they've all seen it. I'm like, look, you can knock on it, and they all think it's fascinating. Yeah. Like, Because that's the thing. You don't want kids to be afraid of you, and I, I don't – because I, I have gotten um, looks and like some heard some offhanded comments from kids in the grocery stores and stuff. And you don't you don't blame the parents. They've never been around somebody to yeah. expose their child to this. So it's just it's ignorance, not um, them just being mean. No, it, yeah. it's not them being mean, and especially with kids, like they just don't know. You and know. kids have zero filter. They will straight up hurt your feelings and not care. Yeah. I know. It's because they don't know they're doing it. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't take it personally yeah. with kids. Um, it's so. the adults that, like, you know better. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> You definitely know better. So, ex I think that exposing as many young people to it as possible and letting them know that it's not a scary thing. It's just a thing. Yeah. Just a it's thing. something that happens. Yeah. And there's um, more people out there than you would think. Like, I have another friend that lost his leg due to the exact same reason as you. That's a pretty common yeah. thing. Yeah. Because he was stubborn and didn't want to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. he And he's done wonderful, just like mm -hmm. you have. Like, really quick to get back to it. Like Especially when you're young. Like, I think it's harder, harder for older people who are already, like, 
starting to deteriorate physically yeah to get back on their feet but with us young people we got so much life to live like there are things to do like i, I mean climbing. you just went rock climbing yeah i went rock climbing <laughs> last weekend it was so awesome i can't wait to go again i'm finally not sore today well now just a little bit like on my forearm <laughs> <laughs> build up forearm uh, muscles yeah those forearm <laughs> muscles but uh yeah and i can't wait to do it again i mean if i can be a single parent to a toddler i can go rock climbing yeah that ain't shit <laughs> had to get you out of your head a little bit yeah yeah it was fun and like i used to be terrified of heights but i found that as long as i was focusing on um where i was going to go next yeah then i didn't even think about how high up i was until i got up there and i was like oh wow that's actually kind of nice up here I and, did that. How yeah. empowering did that feel, though? Oh, it was so good. Especially the first time when we were outside at the gym downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was insane. But I got up there. I only got halfway up because I was still kind of getting a feel. But um, And then my arms were like <laughs> spaghetti <Yeah>. noodles. <laughs> I was like, I can't go any higher. I can't feel my fingers. Um, but, it's like, I looked out over downtown. And I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Like, what was I afraid of? But I'm so proud of you. Like, when you told me you did it and you sent me that picture, I legit was like, babe, look what Alex did. And my daughter was like, she's a badass. Like, can't nobody top her. I mean, you know. Zoe, Alex is like Zoe's hero, so. Um, Zoe's always been my favorite of your kids. (laughs) She's so funny. She's a copy and paste of me. I know, right? Whenever she had to stay out of school when we were working together and you bring her to work and go to lunch together. Good God, that kid had me rolling every time. <laughs> she still does. She's so funny. She, it just listen to our podcast with Zoe. Like, she, she's hilarious. We have the same sense of humor. It's very dark and twisty, but. And hilarious. It's us. Like, I can't. Oh, man. Okay, so, as, as y'all know, we've known each other for a really long time. To me, you're an inspiration. Always have been. You're very positive, very outgoing you don't judge people like unless they need it like (laughs) we can be very judgy as human beings but you're not the one that's like hmm I don't like you because your hair is brown you know what I mean like you're not that type of judgy I try not to be (laughs) what would you say to people that face adversity such as leaving bad relationships or Going through, not necessarily an amputee, because that, while yes, it happens, it's not something that's like, oh, this is going to happen to you. Like, nine times out of ten, you're going to be in a tough relationship. You're going to go through things that are hard. You're going to lose your job. You're going to suffer income loss. Like, how, what would you say to people to kind of keep their mind positive when going through that type of, like, life situations because you handle things with so much grace I would say you need to always look forward stop looking back because looking back is how you get stuck yes I agree that's that's where you get stuck that's where you get down you look at everything that happened and everything that you could have done to make it go differently and you get stuck. So you, you just have to keep pushing forward. What's next? What's the next step I need to take? You lose your job, go start applying for more jobs. You're or start your own business. Do what Jody did. Start your own business. <laughs> you got a good idea, roll with it. Try yeah. it. Um, 
if you are in a bad relationship and you get out of it and you're feeling some regret about not being in it anymore, you need to look back and say, why was it bad? You need to understand why it was bad and why you were no longer in it. If it was something worth staying for, you would have stayed. Yeah. And don't keep stuff like that to yourself. No. No. Make sure that you reach out, you talk to someone because... I mean, I've been in bad relationships, and I, you almost feel shameful. And, well, for me, because I had, you know, I, it's hard to leave when you have children. It's hard to leave when you're dating someone, and you're like, oh, man, this is great. And then it goes real bad real quick, yeah. like, like that. Yeah. And you're like, how do I handle this? Like, what do I do? You talk to people. Yeah, don't, don't hide it. Don't keep it to yourself. And don't pretend that it's all good when it's, it's not. That's not good for you. I did that too. So, so did I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting topic in and of itself. Yeah. But luckily, you knew everything that was going on, so I let you go. I'm the friend that will bring a shovel, just so you know. Like, I will. <laughs> I will. We know people. Just kidding. Disclaimer. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just don't tell me anything. I want to be able to plead the fifth. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but the the trick to all of it, to staying positive and finding the light, is to is just to keep moving forward. So you got out of your bad relationship. You figure out why you got out of it because you can't heal until you do. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll just keep hanging on. And then you say, well, you know, I don't I don't need that person. I don't need their negativity in my life anymore. Let's figure out how to be on my own. Which, by the way, I figured out how to be on my own. I tried dating because it got a little lonely, and now I'm kind of over it. And I'm, I'm all okay with being alone again. Yeah. I've been focusing on that. Yeah. You, nothing wrong with that. You can go. Which, you're a very independent person. Oh, yeah, I am. Like, don't tell me what to do. Don't. I'm not going to ask you for help most of the time. No. Like, financial I mean, kind of help. Yeah. That kind of stuff. You're very but, independent. Yeah. Emotional I'll, help. Yeah. I'm okay with, with that. Yeah. Therapy is great. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm a fan. Um, but, yeah, yeah that's, that's my advice. Just keep moving forward. If it's a relationship thing, learn, learn how to be alone. It's hard be when you got happy. kids, but you can do it. If it's a job thing or anything else, move forward. Okay, let's stop talking about kids. <laughs> no, that's – so – Lastly, is there anything that you would like to say to the lovely people in the podcast land? I don't know. <laughs> anything you want to add? Be like Dory. Just keep going. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like your last question was a pretty good conclusion there. Like, just be Dory. Just keep swimming. Just keep moving forward. Well, that does it for my podcast with Alex. So next week, I will be interviewing local businesses around my area, around Chickamauga, so they can talk to y'all about the things that they do and how they got started. I'm really excited to view the, I looked like they can see across the street. They can't, they can't. (laughs) <laughs> Across the street for me is the 1910 store. They've been featured on Ghost Hunters and all kinds of cool shows. So I'm really looking forward to interviewing them also. But this has been probably my favorite interview so far. No offense, Zoe. Should have been here. 
Yeah, Zoe. So with that, <laughs> we are going to say adios. Adios, amigos. Next time we'll have margaritas. At midnight. <laughs>